Hi, I'm Mara Webster with In Creative Company, and I'm so excited today to be talking about the fantastic final season of Never Have I Ever. We are joined today by actors Porna Jagannathan and Richard Morjani. And, and Porna, starting with you, um, I, I love one of the choices that you made early on in, in playing Nalini in terms of choosing to deliver the dialogue at a faster pace because she's always so decisive in terms of everything that she says and she knows exactly what she thinks with such conviction. And I was really interested in the journey that led led you to that specific choice early on mm. when you first got the role. Uh, did we speak to you last season, by the way? Yes. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Such yeah. a great interview. Yeah, it was a great interview. Thank you. Um, I mean, it, it for me, you know, I had never done comedy before, and there was something there, there was uh, something I I kind of learned about comedy while on the job, which is like you just have to get through it really fast, like you know, faster, whatever. So that it was very much based on that, and I have to say, I have a teenager in real life, and. I am speechless most of the time. Like I have, I can't even find the words. <laughs> I'm so much in shock, right? So I, I, the fact that Nalini actually can express emotion and has words attached to his emotion is is just like shows how with it she is and how like it's like you know she's very direct and she has boundaries and you cross those boundaries and she let you know and you know it's. Uh, it's 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 a character who's strict and stoic and know where she come from and knows what's right and wrong and it's it's the the choice of just being so facile with the words um, f for me was indicative of just her brain and how she worked and her values. Mm. I love that and 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 Richa with with Kamala you've taken her on such a beautiful journey in terms of she is someone who always wants to be a people pleaser, but yeah. so much of the show has been her really finding a lot more of her own voice in, and mm -hmm. putting her own happiness first and foremost. Yes. And so given that at the beginning it was more about putting other people in front of her own wants and needs and a lot more was happening underneath the surface, how have you kind of worked over the few seasons of the show to like bring a lot more of the internal struggle and internal dialogue of the character to the surface? Yeah. That's a question, right? That's a really, really great question. You know, I think that this internal struggle that she's going through and, and learning to to put herself first and to let go of the pressure and the expectations to always be perfect in so many ways and, and please everybody is something that so many of us can relate to, uh, myself included. And uh, I think that what's so, what's so um, exciting about her journey is just to see how much she's grown since season one because a lot of the I think in the past first of all we've never had a character like her before in mainstream television but anytime we've had any semblance of a character like her they haven't ever had such a giant arc like she has and they've kind of stayed the same you know throughout every season that they were ever on and I think just to see how dimensional she is and how much she's grown and and the relationship between her and then the family and her and Davy is just it's so beautiful and it's so real. Mm -hmm. It is, and, and Porna, in a very different way, it feels like there's always so much under the surface for you, um, but instead it being very much because she's coming from a place of trying to hold everything together for everyone around her, and she's always juggling a million balls at any, any one moment. Um, and so what has been some of the challenges that come with kind of always giving these windows and insights into what she's thinking and, and how she's feeling and everything that is bubbling under the surface, because kind of that idea of a duck that's gliding by, but the, the legs underneath are doing this. Yeah. I mean, I just remember like our first table read, we were reading episodes one and two, season one. And in season two, I mean, it was really funny. Episode one was really funny. But in season two, um, 
uh, Nalni has a miscarriage and it's, it's so subtle, right? But there's something about the writing that has space for so much comedy, but so much nuance and grief as well. It's a teen show, but there's so many such adult themes that so true. that meander are allowed to meander through. Um, it's part of the reason why so many people find themselves on the sh- in the show, watching the show. Um, people of all ages. Of all ages. Um, so that that duck, you know, the the duck legs is actually just the writing. It's the engine of the what's happening in the writers' room, which is the commitment to make what is usually a very stereotypical character, a commitment to make a three-dimensional, a commitment to portray someone's um, struggle to raise a child, but also the internal struggle. Um, and I feel like the writers do that for every character. For every character, yeah. Um, and so it becomes a very, as an actor, it becomes um, it's, it's, it's one of the biggest joy rides of my life, really. Mm-hmm. And, and Richard, with you, you know, kind of going back to that idea of there's there's such charisma and exuberance in, in Kamala, but it, she's also not afraid to kind of be acerbic when it's necessary and particularly when it's in protection of her family. And I love yeah. this, the protectiveness that we see coming forth this season mm, when yeah. she doesn't trust one of her family members' new boyfriend. <laughs> by any means Um, and I was interested in just kind of finding that balance of those two different sides because you know they're often both at play in scenes together at the same time because her family are in the room but then she's got these suspicions on the side that she's leaning into as well yeah absolutely I think that it was really fun to play that side of her because it's the first time we've seen that side you know the first three seasons really she's desperately seeking validation and approval from everyone around her whether that's at work or in her family and in season four she's kind of let go of that and now it's it's more about uh, validating herself and giving herself the permission to say um, because I think the family's already kind of given her that permission I think everyone around her has kind of already said you know yes you know you should l- love who you want to love and you should uh, put your career first. But she hasn't given herself that permission yet. And I think that it was it was so fun to play that assertive side of her with the whole grandma situation and, and that protectiveness. And that's something that I really relate to too because I can be, I think the most assertive I am is when it comes to my family. And I think that's mm. how Kamala is. Mm. And also like, and, you know, again, as Rich is talking, it just occurs to me that every woman in that household serves as a role model for the other one, right? We all We all learn rage and how to be brave from Davy and, you know, independence and ambition, putting your foot down, like, party. You know, it's just everyone is learning from everyone, which makes this intergenerational household actually very true. That's, 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 you know, it normalizes an immigrant family, which is intergenerational, and that's the beauty of being in one. So true. And you were also touching before on on the idea of grief, which obviously has been so much at the center as well. Yes. Um, with the loss of Mohan, and it's it's really beautiful to watch the way that there's a blossoming romance in this season for her. Yes. Which allows her to kind of move forward more than it did when she previously was kind of dipping her toes in. Um, and I was interested in how that really gave you a completely different space and the ability to kind of like allow her to move forward a lot more in a way that when she first tried, she just wasn't quite in, quite in that place yet. Mm. And also I think um, along with grief comes shame, which is shame to have desires, shame to move on, shame to move forward, shame to 
take care of oneself versus just focus on her daughter, you know. It's, so much of that also comes from being a South Asian woman. Totally, totally. What's been taught to us. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Not putting yourself first. It's like so, it feels universal, but also very cultural. And so um, the fact that her daughter, she gets her daughter's approval, and not only approval, her daughter's help to make mm. this happen, It um, it's letting go of a lot, but letting go of... of shame letting go of um the grief but uh, but also yeah yeah letting go and being ready for the next chapter and we're all doing it together we're all in this together we all have each other's approval we're all supportive of each other yeah that's, that's a huge theme this season it is and you know for for you richa it's also that idea of it was such a step for her to move out from the family home mm, and to kind yes. of be in her own place for the first time and and now it's the idea of what happens if I move not even just to somewhere down the street, but a completely Away from different everyone. state and start a whole new life. Yeah. Um, and so how was that, a, you know, an even further evolution of her finding a lot of her voice and her independence for you? Yes, absolutely. I think this is the biggest, you know, in this season that she's faced with the biggest test so far is, you know, she has already moved across the world and she's really taken so many risks already mm -hmm. and uh, grown so much. But what is it like to move away from everyone and everything you know and be completely on your own in a, in a different country and and uh, and and that might mean you know upsetting people and like we said you know one of her biggest uh, I guess struggles is is learning to put herself first so you know I myself you know I um, I moved to I did the opposite of her I moved to India several years ago and and that was the first time I had ever lived away from my family and I didn't have any family when I moved there. I was completely on my own. And, and that's imagine. that's when the most growth happens. And so even though this is the end of the series, I'm so excited to see what happens when she does move away from everyone and everything and is truly on her own two feet and, and uh, you know, with the person that she's chosen to be with and uh, what what all the excitement that's going to bring. And also the bonds of family were were fractured, you know, yeah. especially during with the mother and the daughter. It's a, it's, it was a fractured bond. And it's it's hard for someone to let someone go when the bond is fractured because you're scared you're going to lose them. But because the bond has healed so much, the move away from Kamal and the move away from Devi seems more palatable, easier to make. Yeah. And in terms of the, the comedic voice of the show, <laughs> it always comes from such a place of truthfulness. Yes. And, you know, it even comes in moments of, of heartbreak and, heart and mm -hmm. difficulty for yeah. all of them as well. And I, was, I, I wanted to ask both of you about how you've really found a lot more depthness and a lot more space to be able to play around with the comedic sensibility of the show because it comes from such a place of truthfulness in the writing of it. I think the only reason it is funny is because it comes from such a place of truth. I think when, yeah. when, when uh, I'm not a writer, so I don't know, but I, I think when writers try to create jokes that don't come from any place of groundedness, that's when a show is not funny. And so I think it's because of how grounded the show is and how even though it's funny, we're talking about things that are so deeply serious and, and dark. And, uh, and, and, and so I forgot what your question was, but I think that, you know, that's what it is. I think the very personal. Yeah. The writing is very personal. If you stop filming for one second and ask where did this particular scene comes from, writers have an answer for that. Yeah, they'll tell you what happened in the writers' room. You know, yeah. there's in the last season, I'm I'm picking fights with Davy constantly. It's the day, it's the day before she's leaving. Going to college. Yeah, exactly. And like I'm just on her the entire time. And 
you know, the, the Lang told me it's, it comes from a writer whose mother does exactly this. Like she's about to get on a plane, 24 hours, like clockwork, she start picking up because it is so hard for her mother to say goodbye to her. That yeah. the the I, I guess the interaction of like this is easier than expressing real emotion. So every yeah. everything has a beautiful backstory to it you just have to stop for a second and ask and you know the fact that there's a wedding of the grandmother figures because um mindy's dad got remarried you know at a later age yeah. yeah much later age mindy's mom passed and years later her dad found love again and so um such a breakthrough element of this of this show is how women you think their story is is written for them and this this show re picks up the pen where people usually put a full stop. Mm -hmm. and, and lastly, for both of you, what is it that you're going to miss the most about getting to play these characters and getting to live in their worlds? We'll miss each other, for sure, a lot. Um, I will miss having a character that's so funny and so deep at the same time. I don't yeah. think I'll encounter this particular brand of humor, unfortunately, again. I agree. Unless Mindy writes it. That's true. Then maybe. The sequel. <laughs> Unless there's a sequel. Yeah. It's, it's true. It's uh, all of these characters that are characters that we know so deeply and personally, you know, being South Asian women, but have never seen on television before and have never been given the opportunity as actors to play before. It, it's something that we don't know if we'll ever get to, I'm sure we'll get to do it again. And it's because of Never Have I Ever that we'll get to do it again. Um, but it won't be the same. And that's what we're going to miss. Well, you've both brought so much to these characters and to your performance over the, the course of these last few series, and it's been so wonderful to watch. So thank you so much to both of you. I really Okay, I have that. to tell you, questions are always so insightful and so deep that yeah. I remember your last interview that I took some of your questions and turned them into answers for other people. Like, yeah. they're so, it's so oh insightful. Gosh. Yeah. That it's so wonderful so talking to you. I really appreciate it. Thank yes, you. Yes, thank you.